What's going on, guys? What is going on? Welcome back to the coveted TOD project. This is episode 21. Again, it is Marcellus and I. It just seems, you know, sometimes we just always come up and it's, it's just be me and you every once in a while. I love it. I love having it. Anyways, um, let's start it off how we usually do. Marcellus, how you doing today? Man, I'm doing good and great, bro. I feel like I feel like a super saiyan today. Like, I know you said that, you know, sometimes it's unfortunate some of our, our guests cannot hop onto our podcast, but man, this is like Goku and Vegeta. We, we're all here. We're, we're doing our thing, provide value to our listeners. We want you guys to really show up for us. Don't get me wrong, you know, come, come for the whole, or the people that we host on here, we have on here. But uh, we want to give you guys just us sometimes and our vibes and our energy and what we're thinking about and what we want to talk about. it. But yeah, uh, long story short, I'm feeling good, feeling great. And uh, Jared, how are you feeling? I mean, it's it's a great day. I mean, we're already coming up on the end of February, right? It's already the 27th of February, at least on the day we're recording this. Um, 2021 has like the first two months have literally been the blink of an eye, um, which usually every single year when it switches, usually that's how it is. Um, but it's just it always just seems like it's getting faster and faster. Yeah, it does. It seems like it's like after you hit high school, after you get out of high school, it's like time just <laughs> so goes true. by so quick. Literally, like I was just in high school almost like five or six years ago. But now thinking about it, like five or six years went by so quick, so freaking quick. Mm-hmm. Gosh, man. Um, but Jared, you know, uh, we were talking before the podcast and a devastating thing has happened in the in United States as far as like numbers and stuff. And we're talking about the COVID, the vid numbers. Yeah, five hundred K. That is a lot of people. Um, that is a lot of people. But yeah, Jared, like, you know, what's your what's your thoughts on that? I know we talked about like a maybe another shutdown. Hopefully it'll never shut us down again. Um mm-hmm. but but yeah what's your thoughts on 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 the depths of the COVID and everything? Um I mean when I saw it um they they said I, I was a little confused by the post. Maybe it was just the wording in the post, but um, now I've kind of wrapped my head around it and interpreted it. I'm going to understand it, but they said, so yes, it's, it's 500,000 people, right? That's a lot of people. That's a yes. shit ton of people. That's half a million. It's a half a million people. But like the way I think the post that I saw, it was like com- they were comparing it to like the other wars, but it's death in a year, right? I was thinking, ooh, like, like they were comparing the, de- the like the COVID pandemic to like the wars, and I was like, there's no way the wars had had less people than the COVID pandemic, but it was in the year. So this is 500,000 people in a single year, from when COVID started to now, is the most that the country has lost in a single like year. That's insane. 500,000 people. I mean, it's, it's an insane number. And, you know, like I can see, I can see where, like where the panic and everything sets in because like, that's, it is a lot of people like you can't, no one can deny, no one can deny that. Yeah. No one. Mm -mm. Uh, I guess, what do you, I mean, what do you think? What do you think about it? Honestly, what I think about it is I think that people better get their immune system built up. They better get their (laughs) diet on point. It's, it's best to get in the gym and really focus on your health now because that many people passed away. And if you're somebody listening to this, thank God you're not one of the people that did. Now you have a chance. You have opportunity to realize, okay, my health is very important. There's things out here we cannot see that are airborne that can kill me or can get me really sick. 
Um, so what I've, what I've been doing is I've really been thinking about like, man, what can I do to make my immune system better? What supplements, what vitamins? Every time I get out of the gym, I go to Smoothie King, I'm getting immune, immune support, multivitamins in my hey. smoothie, probiotics, you know, stuff like that to keep, to keep the engine running. We gotta, we gotta keep this bad boy going. You know, I can't, I can't let my, my body break down. I want to live to be a hundred. So I got a long time to make sure that this temple is on point. So honestly, I would say get your immune system on point, take your health seriously, go to the gym and do whatever you can to protect yourself. Get you some disinfectant wipes too. Like I've been, I've been wiping <laughs> stuff down and everything. It's not like, I don't want to be a germaphobe or anything like that, but you know, it's good to just disinfect stuff, make sure your, your system is on point and, and be ready for battle guys. Literally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if anything, if anything, that number is to make you think, you know, like make you think like, for some people that have been taking this for granted or thinking it's like an inside job or thinking it's this side or the other thing or manipulated. Like, yes, I would say I'm on the side of the media being manipulated to aid in the chaos, but the numbers don't lie. Like the, the, that number doesn't lie. That number tells you exactly like how many Americans, how many people have been lost to this. And it's, it's not, it's nothing that should be, that should just be blown over. Like that should make you think like, Hey, like, just like you said, I should take steps to do my part into like combating this for myself. Like you said, getting that immune system up, um, just, just living a little bit better, a little bit healthier of a lifestyle just to kind of, you know, I mean, I can't even, I can't even think about how those families that have lost people, multiple families that have lost people. I can't even put myself into that situation. Um, and even think about the, the grief and the sorrow and, and all that just, just because of, just because of this, or even like, I, I don't know. It, it's a topic that it's a topic that gets people. I feel like it gets people's attention and I feel like the attention has to be drawn in the, in the right way. And you have to, you have to be, you have to take out, you have to take the information. Um, you have to take the information in rather than a reactive way. You have to take it in a, a teaching way, a learning way to kind of regurgitate yep. and learn about that information rather than, Oh, it's fake. Oh, these masks are horrible. These masks are doing this, that, and the other thing. Like, fuck the government. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. You can think what you want. You think what you want, but 500,000 people in a year have died because of this. Yeah. It, it seems like, you know, some people say the numbers are manipulated. I don't like to get into the, the numbers or anything like that, but you know, we, we have stuff like this to happen every, you know, so few couple of years, like, uh, was it Ebola one year? Mm -hmm. I think it was a year of swine flu. Swine flu, yep. You know, we have these sicknesses and these, these uh, diseases that come through, but literally just, like I said, just be prepared, be ready, get yourself straight. Also, Jared, they talking about making us wear a double mask. <laughs> I heard that. I think, I think we talked what? about that. I think we talked about that a couple episodes ago. Dude, if your face is already itchy from like wearing that mask or irritating, you're getting on your nerves. Just, now you got two on your face. You're not gonna really be wanting to talk to nobody or nothing now. Like, yeah, that's just not gonna be comfortable. Um, I don't know. I personally, I mean, I'm not. A, I'm not a person that likes to cause a scene, but I feel like sometimes it just gets a little, gets a little out of hand every once in a while. But bro, who knows? have you seen the video of the people that got the vaccines and uh? like early people that got them early mm -hmm. a lot of them have got like weird reactions and stuff i've seen this one woman every since she after she took the uh vaccine now she can't like sit still like she twitches like it's it, i don't know like it messed her up 
Mm-hmm. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the vaccine? And do you think that that's something that's needed? Or do you think that maybe if people just got their immune system, they are immune system on point, they wouldn't have to worry about it? Mm-hmm. I mean, for me personally, um, my girlfriend got it. She's got both doses. Um, both of my parents have gotten both doses, um, but they're on healthcare. I think, I think, I mean, it is, it is a choice thing, but I think if you're in healthcare, um, that is something you should consider. I mean, granted, I haven't done much in much research on it. Um, so for personally, like my, my personal views on it, if I, like, I see myself as a, as a healthy person, I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Like, it's just like any other vaccine, you know? Um, I, 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 yeah, I guess just to kind of long story short, I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to get it or think about getting it until, I mean, I, unless I hear more about it or read more about it and say, and see like the information for myself, just, I, I just really haven't paid much attention to it, to be honest. How about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I'm terrified of the side effects, bro. I mm-hmm. don't want to break out with no acne. I don't want to be twitching. I don't want to feel some type of messed up way because I took the freaking vaccine. I don't want to get sick because of the vaccine. Like I just, honestly, I'm just going to just dial in on, on my diet. Just get more healthy mm-hmm. greens in, maybe take a couple more smoothies, get the vitamins on point, keep my butt in the gym, um, stay hydrated, drinking a lot of water and just do my best to keep my immune system on point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, I think the only thing that came of it when, when my girlfriend took it and my parents took it, they said they just had some arm soreness. That's all they had. Um, and it was, it was for like a couple of days or like, it was a little bit more than what you get when you get the flu shot or like, you know, it was a little bit, a little bit more sore, but other than that, they haven't, haven't gotten the side effects like the early people have been getting. Thankfully that's, that's awesome. I think they obviously had to work some things out. Cause I think those people volunteered themselves to take it right away. Um, so they could, te- I guess, test it. They had, they got, people volunteering to take it to see what would, I guess, what would happen to put it in that the easiest way to understand. So, um, so yeah, thankfully they've, they've done something and worked something out that those side effects aren't as prominent anymore, which is, which is good. Yeah, true. Um, now I know this is off topic, but I got (laughs) to say it on the podcast for all my, for all my crypto holders and buyers, Gene Simmons, the rock star. I, I know you guys know who that is. From Kiss. Kiss, man. What the man? I don't even want to talk about the man's tongue, but god dang, man. <laughs> <laughs> man he pulled that thing. Bro, he was, he'll put his tongue out his dang near to his throat. Like literally, man. It's just it's not human. I, honestly, I think he got some type of surgery or something added to his tongue or something. But anyway, probably he just dropped three hundred thousand dollars in the Cardano. He, he went on Twitter about it, and he was just saying that, you know, I'm not a financial advisor. I just bought $300,000 worth of Cardano. So a lot of celebrities are getting into the uh, crypto space, and Cardano was going to the moon. Yeah, but, I, uh, I'm doing some I'm, – I'm actually – I never heard of that before, so I'm looking it up right now. Anyway, hey, sorry, I interrupted you. Yeah, you, you got to do your research on that, bro. There, but there's, there's so many projects out there. And don't get in because of celebrity. Like, literally, Elon Musk telling people to get into Dogecoin um a, a lot of celebrities are getting into the market do your own research just because gene simmons has been rocking out with music don't mean he's the best at investing like there there's a, a whole it's a whole profession like literally becoming an investor trader or whatever think of that as someone that's more like a almost like a professional athlete but far as they they don't do physical activity they're more 
uh, but they're professionals. They're, it's a skill set. You have to develop it. You can't you can't expect to shoot like Steph Curry if you're not in the gym every day shooting shots. Just like with the cryptocurrency market, the foreign exchange market, or any type of market when it comes to the financial markets, you cannot expect to be balling out and getting a lot of money and getting rich if you're not studying how the markets move. You don't know your shit. If you're not on top of your investments on a daily basis, then don't expect to be uh, become a millionaire. So I'm the type of person, I'm going to let you know right now, there's no such thing as get rich quick. Quit, put money in these dang random coins. Do your research and put it in there because you feel like in the next three to five years, it's going to give you a great return for you and your family. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to read for the people and I guess for for myself as well, just to read what Cardano is. This is off their website, cardano.org. Cardano is a proof of stake blockchain platform, the first to be founded on peer reviewed research and developed through evidence based methods. It combines pioneering technologies to provide unparalleled security and sustainability to decentralized applications, systems and societies. So when I read that, I see a use for it right off the bat. That's amazing. There's a use for it. I mean, it's, it's, it's in to help aid the, the decentralized, I guess, like scene of cryptocurrency and decentralized stuff. So, so that's good. It, it aids in the, in the, in the sustainability and everything like that. So that's a pretty, you know, that, that's a, that's a pretty impactful use for this. So right off the first paragraph, I, I like, I like how it sounds. I really do. How, what's it at right now? I don't think I can. I haven't looked up. The I think price. it's like a dollar forty. Last time I looked, it was like a dollar, dollar forty or dollar fifty. Um, but shoot, I remember seeing Cardano, bro, at like fifty cents, and I wasn't fifty or forty cents. I wasn't buying it and investing it then because I heard a rumor. I heard a rumor about their CEO. So Cardano and, and coins like that, like Cardano, Polkadot. Um, they're they want to be competitors against Ethereum. They want to. They're basically like want to make their protocol be better than what ethereum is because ethereum has been the second uh rating crypto for a long time we all know big bitcoin is granddaddy big daddy whatever you want to call it that's the one but ethereum has been uh one of the ones that's really going to challenge bitcoin but cardano is coming up on the scene now it's third out of all the cryptocurrencies and i heard the ceo of cardano used to actually be uh part of the ethereum's company he was like, uh, I don't know if he was like a CFO or co-founder. He might have been or so. He's something like that. He was up there in the board of mm-hmm. directors of Ethereum. And I heard that he left, crossed uh, Vitalik Bertrand and went and made Cardano. Like basically like, I'm going to I'm gonna get back at you. So mm-hmm. this cryptocurrency space, man, is, is low-key cutthroat because a lot of these coins don't make it. It's like it's like a death battle to see who's going to be the one to over-triumph Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. And uh, honestly, I, I dive into it every single day. I, I, I love the cryptocurrency market. I mean, if anyone is following the prices on like Coinbase or Bitfinex or whatever you use, they're all at a discount right now. They're all at a discount. For the people that know how the markets work, we knew we knew this was going to happen. We knew we had to come down, had to come down. You know, when you have a crazy bull run, it's got to reset itself. It's got to correct itself. But I mean, it's all the discount. It's all the discount. People say buy low, sell high, you know, take a look into it. We always come across talking crypto on this podcast all the time because it's because we care about it so much, but uh, take a look into it. Research, research, independent coins, research, um, what you thinking about investing into like Marcella said, don't toss your money into it. Oh, a little disclaimer. We are not, a, we are not, um, financial advisors this is based off of what we've learned for ourselves and what we've done research on and why we are bought into some certain coins. 
and some certain cryptos. Jared, I know you've seen these videos of Adam Sandler. I mean, oh, I, I just watched a movie, a new movie that he came out with on Netflix. How many movies does he have? I think he's been in so many movies. I think he's starting to make his own movie and just say, fuck it. I know he's like, he's probably got some contract with, I mean, he's, he's come out with like three or four new movies on Netflix itself. So he's got to have some, some producing or production contract with Netflix, but I love him. What, what were the videos that you were saying? What were the oh, videos? well, on sports center, well, not actually like on TV sports center, but sports centers, Instagram, you know, they always like to drop like funny mm-hmm. uh, posts of like people playing basketball and stuff, but they had a whole thread of different videos of, Adam Sandler just going in on people, shooting fadeaway oh, yeah. shots, crossing people up. Then he's playing golf. Like literally everything he puts his mind to for our sports, he's cold at it. And uh, hey, that movie Grown Ups was no fluke, bro. He probably makes that bank shot any day of the week. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, that's a, yeah. Good, movie. It's a really good movie. It's a really good movie. Man, basically every movie he plays in is good. Um, but yeah, he still got that shot like he had when he was in Happy Gilmore. And uh, <laughs> yeah, man, I think he's funny, bro. He's like one of my favorite actors. But bro, I was, yeah, I was going to ask you about his skills, bro. If you had to give him like a rating on like 2K, you know how like ratings go like the 99. 2K? <laughs> okay, then you'd have to compare him to like pros. 85 or something, like with a shot and, you know, all that stuff. If 2K, if 2K, if NBA 2K was, was with a bunch of actors, he'd probably be one of the best ones. He'd probably be one of the top ten rated because he he's got some skills. Seeing videos, he's got well, some skills. Be, they they should come out with a game like that. You know how like they have the rappers on uh mm-hmm. I think it's like V for Vendetta and they like fight and beat each other up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They should have something like that for actors, dude. You put like Denzel Washington, Adam Sandler, on there, <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, but then they'd have Will to pay Smith. him. They'd have to pay him for using their name. That's the problem. Oh, that'd be lit though. Jason Statham, people like that. The Rock get on there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we watched we watched the movie. It's called Murder Mystery. Murder it's really good. Murder Adam Sandler in a movie called Murder Mystery. Yeah. So basically, he's a um, Adam said his character and his wife they live in New York City, and he's a detective or I guess police officer, and um, it's like coming up to be their fifteenth year, fifteenth wedding anniversary, and they end up going to like Europe and then they end up meeting some dude, um, some wealthy dude on the plane. Um, and then the, this wealthy dude invites them to his yacht for like the weekend in like Monaco. Um, Cause they're going to the grand prix and then the murder mystery, like the murder happens on, on the yacht. And then basically since Am Sandler's like a, a little detective, like his backgrounds in, in police force, he kind of like, works together with his wife and, and figures it out and everything. It's kind of cool. If you've ever played the played the game Clue, it's kind of what it's like. Sheesh. Yeah, I got to check that out, bro. It's a good movie. It's a really good movie. Abby and I, we, we kind of thought it was going to be a flop, but we watched the whole thing, and it was actually really nice. It was a good movie. Yeah, because on Netflix, you, you never really know. You, you'll go through some – you'll watch a movie. You'll be like, man, I think this is about to be good. Mm-hmm. And it's like, ah, I just wasted an hour to two hours. <laughs> Dang near three hours of my life watching this. Oh my god! <laughs> honestly, honestly, but yeah, it, it was it was really good. It was it's definitely a watch. I know we t- we talked about movies talked about movies when it was just me and you last time, so we won't we won't go down that route again. Yeah, we're not we're not <laughs> going down that route. But yeah, I just had to ask you about Adam Sandler's skills, and then before the podcast, we talked about the MLS, right? Um, mm-hmm. For all my my soccer fans, just listen to this. 
Nashville's got a team, and I, I want to go. I, I like the the atmosphere of sports, just being in a stadium. People are just shouting to the top of their lungs, having a good time, and they're excited about something. Because, you know, a lot of people don't have excitement in their life until they watch sports. Sports is a big, impactful thing in people's lives, especially mine growing up playing baseball, basketball, football, mm-hmm. ran track a little bit. Um, but, but yeah, Jared, uh, matter of fact, have you seen, have you seen the stadium like in pictures or anything on Google yet? I haven't seen them on Google. I probably, I, I'm, I'm going to look it up now. Nashville okay. FC. FC. Like if, I, if I was a, if I was a singer or artist and I wanted to sing in Nashville, cause you know, it's, it's known for music city. I mm-hmm. would say, let me, let me sing at the Nashville, at the, the MLS team's field. Like it, it's mm-hmm. amazing. So it's it's Nissan Stadium. Did they play in the Titan Stadium? Yeah, Nissan. No, 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 no. I mean, they unless they did some games there, I have no idea. But I, I think know they're they... making a whole new stadium for it. it. May it may not even be fully built yet. I seen like a, a picture. Yeah. Of it. Uh, maybe it was just like a preview or whatever. Um, yeah. But... No, it's it's not built yet. It's in the process of being built. But they have some renders and stuff up of it. And it. I mean, it looks like a. Looks like it's going to be a nice, a nice stadium. I mean, usually the thing that I like about the MLS is like when they build the soccer stadium, right? I want to say, I want to say soccer, right? Because we're Americans. I'll say soccer just to, just to kind of <laughs> just, just, football. yeah, just to bridge the audience. So like when they build a soccer stadium in America, I love how it's small. So the MLS, they, when, um when Minnesota United, they're in Minneapolis, when they, when they got entrance in the MLS, they played in, University of Minnesota's football stadium that like houses like 70,000 people. And what? when they, when they had a, um, Damn. it's probably not that number, probably closer to like 50,000, but I was just kind of over-exaggerating. But when they had the games, they were only able to fill up the first bowl. So like the atmosphere was, it was, it was like, they have a lot of devoted supporters, which is awesome. But the atmosphere was kind of deflated because the stadium wasn't full. So when they built their new stadium called Allianz field, it's actually really sick. I've been there three times. I think it, it, it seats like 25,000, 25, 30,000. And it's full to the brim when they have a game and the atmosphere is insane. Like, you know how the stadiums have like the roofs kind of come over and like all, all yeah. of the volume from the crowd gets put right back onto the field. And all oh, the atmosphere, the atmosphere is insane. Like I feel like that's the big thing in the MLS since, since, Soccer isn't huge. Well, yeah, like I said this before the podcast, but soccer is getting huge, but it isn't as huge as it as it can be. I like how they build the small stadiums so there's more of an atmosphere when it comes to the games because, like, I, like kind of like I said, there's a lack of the number of fans. So if you play it in a football stadium, like how they were playing at the Titan Stadium or like the like Minnesota United was playing at Minnesota's field, it just it just def- it just deflates the whole atmosphere. It doesn't really give this, and it doesn't give the supporters something to attach on. A big thing in soccer is like the supporters behind the club, like worldwide, like the supporters behind the club are the best thing about it. And having an independent stadium really allows the supporters to call call the team like their team rather than oh we're just a branch of like in Nashville's case we're just a branch of the Tennessee Titans, you know, or something like that. Right, right. It gives a little bit more personal effect to have to the to the club rather than playing within a, a other existing stadium already. So, Jared, if you had to choose someone from the MLS to come on the TOD Project podcast, Ooh, this is an easy. It's an easy side to come onto our podcast. This is easy. It's easy. It's it's got to be 
the club I support, LAFC, their best player, Carlos Vela. He's he's probably one of the best Mexican soccer players of at least at least when I've been alive. He's him and like another guy named Javier Hernandez are like two of the top Mexican players of all time. But he plays for he came over to LAF. He was their first player when they kind of came to fruition. And he's been balling out ever since. And he he's just he seems like a genuine dude too. So I feel like he'd just be awesome to be on the podcast. That'd be so fun. <laughs> Man, yeah, it would be honestly just to get inside of a, a pro athlete's mind, especially mm-hmm. with a with a, a sport this intense as soccer, football, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. It's intense. You're running the whole dang time. There's not there's like really no breaks. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, you're going back and forth, you're kicking the ball, like we were saying, you can get kicked in the freaking shin. Somebody can fuck mess around and kick you in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like anything can happen, slid into freaking spikes go in you. Um, and, and those guys, man, they're in elite shape. Most of those soccer players, bro, like when they take their jersey off, like uh, players shredded. like uh, what's his name, Cristiano Ronaldo, that dude is shredded to the team, bro. Even like a super saying, man. Yeah, I mean, they're like you, you put it perfect. They're freak athletes. Like they're running. They're like there's there's so many so much start and stop too. So like like not they're not just running. They're they're like changing direction quickly. There's a lot of body, body, like body coordination that has to go into it too. Like it's, it's, it's a different, I I feel like it's, it's a difference. It's a insanely different sport than, than like foot, like American football or um, I still think baseball is probably one of the hardest sports to play in the world, either that or cricket, something like that. Yeah, but. that is facts, bro. Honestly, that that's facts, bro. Me, me and Jordan the Savage, shout out to him. We was talking about it one day. Uh, one day we was out there in LA uh, sitting out uh, behind the Airbnb, and we were talking about baseball. How they're throwing the they're throwing that thing like ninety five to hundred miles an hour. That's a fastball. Mm-hmm. And you know they're throwing curveballs anywhere from seventy to eighty, and it it, it can change. Like that curveball, it could fuck around. Okay, I've seen curveballs that were so <laughs> crazy that literally look like it's gonna fucking hit you or go behind you and just curve in. To the freaking plate, man. Mm-hmm. Some some uh ball players are really cold like that. And just having having like only like what like I don't know how many seconds, but you like half a, like, like probably like half a second of reaction oh. time. Yeah, like half a second to even like swing the bat and hit the thing. Oh, but if you connect right, it's gonna go because that, that yeah. miles per hour, then that bat just hitting it. Oh my god, that's one of the best feelings in the world. It's a freaking home run. Honestly, I that was a better feeling than than running touchdowns, scoring a basketball hoop, hitting a dang home run is the best feeling. One of the one of the best feelings in the world. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I miss it. Like baseball players have such like, like baseball players have such a like really really good hitters have such an advanced form of hand eye coordination. It's insane. Like the amount like they like golfing is one thing, but like. Like baseball and softball, I feel like honestly, softball could potentially be a little bit harder because the bat is smaller. The ball, like the the sweet spot on the ball to hit it hard, is a lot is a lot harder to hit. You know, it's kind of same concept, but like their hand eye coordination is insane. Like watching them, like really really good hitters, like that. That's why if you if you hit if you get a base hit three times out of ten in baseball, like that's that that in itself. Like if you get if you bat three hundred. Three out of every ten at bats, you get a hit. You're a Hall of Fame ballot player, like that. That should speak itself, right there. That baseball is so hard, True. so hard. 
But I mean, where where did we get on this topic? <laughs> well, this honestly started with soccer, you know, just talking about athletes. That's very and true. Mindset and everything about like, uh, you know, also the energy and like how it just sports combine people and bring people together. And I, I just I wish more people had that like sport like attitude towards life. We're just excited about just waking up the next day or oh mm-hmm. snap I you know I, I got a I I guess a raise a promotion or you know I just started my business just started my podcast like that to me that's like a sport like what we're doing right now providing a podcast to me this this is like showtime this is like game time for us hundred <laughs> percent yeah. so uh, I wish life was uh, like a sport in most people's eyes in my opinion dude like everything is like a life like you're winning or you're losing credit score you're winning or you're losing your, your bank account you're winning or you're losing in the gym your body looks right or it doesn't like you either got the pr or you didn't so mm-hmm. but yeah I, I wish more people had that mindset about about life and everything but yeah sports is a big part of my life but I've kind of stopped watching sports like I used to. Um, but yeah, you gotta you gotta see me a list of some of those players, man, so I can kind of catch up on the MLS. You know, you're never too old to to learn and and to get into new things. Mm-hmm. So so yeah. Nashville Nashville's best player, at least I think Nashville's best player has got to be unless they sign someone new. Nashville's best player right now is probably Walker Zimmerman. Walker Zimmerman. Yep, I'm looking up their roster right now too, just in case I miss someone. But he was he like I said he was a defender that came from, came from LEFC. And he was our best defender. He was defender of the year, for us. And then he transferred to Nashville. Um, another one. His name is his name is Hani Mukhtar. He's labeled as a midfielder. He's German. He's really good too. He's super good. Um, and then like in the MLS, there's a thing. It's just like any other league. Like how many leagues are there? I know there's so many and there's in the, the world. Impact. Yeah, when it comes to soccer. So there's five big leagues. There's five big leagues. There's the English Premier League, which is in England, obviously. Um, Liga B- Liga Santander, I think that's what it's called. It's in Spain. Liga, which is in France. The Bundesliga, which is in Germany. And Serie A, which is in Italy. Those are the top five leagues in the world. And then so, you, have, you have leagues in like – you have leagues in like um, in Russia – um, like literally any country, Netherlands, um, Scotland, you know, name, name a country. They have a league, but there's, those are the top five. So how did, so, okay. So out of that country, I guess the top players out of that country are the ones that go on to go to the world cup and all that stuff too. Yeah. Or, that, that's yeah. not league based though. That's all nationality based. So it's not, it's not league based at all. Mm-mm. Not oh. league based at all. So, okay. There's there's a competition called the Champions League. That's where the best league. That's where the best clubs in the world play against each other. That's mm-hmm. the best like clubs in the. That's like a conglomeration of sixty four. The best sixty four clubs in the world. They start at a round of sixty. Or no, I think it's thirty two. Round of thirty two. Thirty two clubs in the world um, compete and then make it. And then the Champions League winner is the pretty much the best club in the world. And then. Um, well, no, that that's only European. That's only European. But then you have something called the Club World Cup, which um, a team, the best, probably be top five team in the world this year, Bayern Munich. They're out of Munich, Germany. They played against a Mexican team called Tigres, and that is like all the clubs in the same. Where I don't know the I don't know the the qualifications to get in it. Probably you have to win a major competition um, to get into it, but. 
Um, that's the only competition that kind of encompasses every single club. But like, I know Europe has the champions league, North America and South America have the, um, I want to say it might be, well, I don't even know. I don't even know what the competition is called, but they have a competition. Asia has like the Asian champions league or like oh, something like that. Um, South America has like, it's called like Conmebol Libertadores or something like that. That's their like champions league. You know, I need to look it up. I need to look up. You remember uh, Ronaldinho? Is that his name? The one that used to do like the backwards uh, kicks. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Ronaldinho. Yeah. He played for like Barcelona, um, AC Milan. Yeah. He's a, he's a crazy player. Yeah. I remember him back in the day, bro. Like that, like when I was younger, I would, I would watch almost any sport, golf, soccer, hockey, football, whatever. If it was sports mm-hmm. and like I was just bored or I was just in the house not doing sports or something, I was watching some type of sport. And this man was crazy with the footwork. And just oh, yeah. being able to like kick the ball that way and then have it go straight into the goal at a certain angle without the goalie hitting it. Like it's all like science. And uh, sports science is another one I love about. I love about sports like literally you can break it down exactly to the science and even some of them do equations and everything i'm like okay mm-hmm. i don't want to get in all that but uh yeah it's amazing what these um these soccer players do yeah um, the, co- the competition that is north american it's called the um Concacaf champions league i don't know why i did not know what that was um but Concacaf, i think is you know scotia bank is the company um but um, yeah, Concacaf Champions League, that's what the only in North America. I think it stretches to like Central America is the is the farthest is the lowest to go because then South America has their own competition. But like, there's I'm looking at the bracket from this last one. And there are teams from like Costa Rica, um, Costa Rica in it. Like it goes all the way down to those. So it goes from it goes from like the MLS all the way down to Central America. Okay, Jared, do you um do you play FIFA? Oh yeah, I play FIFA all the time. <laughs> Man, FIFA's fun as it, bro. You can mess around it and like lose a good five hours of your day just playing. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. It's fun. Like, I like two K. That's probably my favorite uh, game when it comes to like you know Xbox or PS Five. But FIFA is freaking addictive, dude. Like you could go forever. Like say if you and your buddy y'all playing and say it's like one one. You guys like keep going. Oh my gosh! And then the penalty kicks—they get intense. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's that's mainly where I got like all my all my world soccer, world football knowledge from too. Because like I play I play Ultimate Team, so it's just like Madden Ultimate Team or Two um, K My Team or something like that. Right. Um, but like, there's a whole server of players that are everywhere in the world. So like, or like, there's a there's a mode on it called Career Mode, and like you play all the, you play as one team, but you play a bunch of different teams and you get to pick play against teams in different leagues, like different places around the world. And like that in itself, just playing it was a big, like, um, I guess first impression on world football for me, I got introduced it by actually my best friends still. Um, like we still play it together. Now I think we started in like FIFA 12 or FIFA 13. Oh, you guys been there for a good little minute then. Mm-hmm. I mean, it started like FIFA 98, but yeah, we've been playing FIFA for like seven, eight years. And like, I, I do this with my cousin and my cousins listen to this, Sam, Sam Klein, you'll know this. Um, sometimes 
we we go on like there's a, there's like player database apps that you can get on your phone or like look online and we name like the club in the country and then we have to guess the player's name or like we name the club in the position and we have to guess the guess the player like mm-hmm. the amount of play like the amount of random players and random teams and like random leagues that I that are in my head now because of me playing FIFA is insane like oh yeah it's just program now you you mm-hmm. basically you almost like i wouldn't say you're like a computer that holds all like all the soccer information but you got a lot of data in there now <laughs> mm-hmm. honestly i'll say it if you're looking to get like if you're an american prefer probably american because i guess american or canadian I mean, looking you're looking to get into soccer or football invest in invest some time into fifa that's probably one of the easiest ways to physically i guess immerse yourself in the database and like in all that different player information and team information and stuff because at least that that's that's how i learned everything that's how i learned the different competitions that's how i learned like the notable teams and the notable leagues it's just it it heightens your world football knowledge especially you get you get information on on like icons like pele ronaldinho um kaka like um puskas like a lot of different um, icons of the game as well are in are in are in FIFA. So there's a lot of a lot of really good information if you if you're just starting out learning about football. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, what position would you play um, if you if you were right now getting ready for the World Cup? Let's say you're your player. What position would Jared Klein be playing out there in the World Cup? Well, I played soccer. I played soccer my senior year in high school. Oh, okay. So I was I was a keeper. I was a goalkeeper. Oh, so I'd, I'd, prob- I'd probably play goalkeeper because that's the only position. Because I can't really do anything with my feet, to be honest. So, <laughs> but do you dive and catch the balls and stuff? Like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, Jeff! I see you out there diving and getting it, bro. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> like, like, um, like when you guys were in like Chicago, or like when when Tim and like Mondo and they get like their team together in in Chicago and they're playing soccer and everything. I'm like. Damn, I should just drive down to Chicago and play with them. That'd be so much fun. Yeah, bro. They got a whole. There's a whole indoor facility that uh, that they were talking about playing at when I was down there or up there. My bad. Chicago is above Nashville, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, bro. I think it'd be fun, man. I'm, I'm gonna fuck around. I'll fuck around. Lock somebody over out there for <laughs> me. <laughs> fuck around and just body slam someone into the into the side. Yeah. Muscles, you can't do that. What? Oh, my bad. I've been playing football too much. <laughs> playing a little bit of safety and stuff, you know. But yeah, it can get, I already know it's going to get aggressive, bro. Mm-hmm. But um, Tim used to play, um, sim- no, he didn't play semi pro. He could have. I know um, Jose Carlos. Shout out to Jose Carlos out there. He lives in Arizona. He's from Chicago. He plays semi pro. And I, I think he's, He's working his way up. He wants to, you know, be in the league and eventually, you know, be in the World Cup and all that stuff. But there's some people on uh, QC, bro. Don't don't mess around and get fucked up down there mm-hmm. in Chicago with them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know they got some. They got some people that have some talent. They got some got some soccer talent out there. I know Tim played D one, right? He played University of Chicago. Yeah, I, th- I think it's D one D one or D two. Mm-hmm. He was yeah, but he he played in in collegiate uh, ball. But but yeah. Well, oh my God! It's almost a bro. We got six minutes left until it's an hour. It went by quick. I know it went by so quick. I I don't even remember what we talked about half the time. <laughs> we just kind of go COVID topic to topic. 
talked about uh, Gene Simmons getting into crypto. We kind of gave people a little sauce on Cardano. We talked about the MLS. Uh, talked about Adam Sandler. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, you know, but one sport we we have not talked about that I think is cool. Well, I would say cool, but I like it. I like hockey when they fight, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. They be swinging, man. Oh, my gosh. In hockey, you better not be talking no trash. You're going to get fucked up. You get slapped up real quick, buddy. <laughs> they got hands, boy. I'd like, I'd like to see some of them Canadian. Um, some of the, Well, I won't say just Canadian, but people in the U.S. that play hockey, too. Just, like, maybe get in the ring, boxing ring, go against somebody. Um, but, but yeah, those guys are. Oh, they ain't going in the boxing people. ring, bro. They, they're just out there because they just. Half the time, half the time it's premeditated. Half the time they know they're gonna fight them. Slick, and then they they hold on to each other and like swing, just pound like, on each like, other, kind of duck, <laughs> like you swing oh. this one hand hitting them. Yeah, they just pound on each other, and it's amazing. Like I love it. I I love the clips where like they start right, they start right away, they throw their gloves down, like oh, that's you right, right, right as they, right as they, I don't know, like break the eye, like kick I, I want to say kick off but obviously that like right after the ref drops the puck to begin the game there's two players just throw their gloves off and then they're just ready to just pound right away like i love when it's like premeditated like based off of like like um like past games and they know like they're gonna fight each other say so just say fuck it let's go right away and then they just put them in the penalty box for like five minutes and that's it and then they throw them back out on the ice <laughs> yeah any other sport you getting thrown, you get ejected from the game. You probably gonna get fined. Like God, let, let let some of them fight, man. Like like sports, like uh, football. Well, uh, well, honestly, I see why they don't let them fight football. Cause I remember, uh, was it Miles Garrett that fucking hit the or oh, took his helmet back in the head with a helmet? Yeah, <laughs> Daniel I see Jones. Why they don't let you fight in football. Like yeah. you, mess up, you hit somebody here with a helmet, you can kill them. But. Uh, <laughs> But like sports, like maybe man, basketball let people fight. Do I, I just imagine what Kobe Bryant's hands was like? <laughs> oh yeah, I bet he, I bet he could slap a guy up real quick. Yeah, man. just open hit. I mean, basketball players' hands are so big too. You get imagine Ooh. getting smacked by one of those guys. They like cup your whole head and like send you into next week. <laughs> <laughs> you have a big ass handprint on your fucking. <laughs> It would like like they would like suction cup your eye and then when it when it when, when they took off your eyes would be bulging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't messing like imagine a player like uh Kawhi Leonard with that face. He'd be able to palm your forehead. <laughs> Get off me. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like he'd be like putting his hand out like those like how those little kids like they come at you, you just put a hand on their head. <laughs> Man, look, hey, get your head off my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even want to fight Shaq either. Like, oh, like, no. I'm going to no, kick him no. in his freaking knee. I'm going to bust him in his knee. Hopefully he falls to the ground and then get on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah, I don't I don't know. That'd be – but, like, I feel like hockey – like, hockey and football, I feel like, are okay because they're already, like, extreme contact sports. Right, right. Hockey, I love it because they just get thrown in the penalty box and that's it. But like football, you can get ejected. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's more it's more it's more like um, I guess like uh, expected almost in those sports. But like like you don't see people fist to fist in basketball pretty pretty often, you or know. Baseball. <laughs> yeah, or baseball too. They do charge the pitchers mound sometimes though. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> honestly, honestly, they do. Or like, you know, when Jose Bautista a while back, he, he beat the Rangers with like a walk-off home run. And like chucked his bat, and then I think oh, like yeah, either it was yeah, 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 either yeah. either it was like the next year or the game after he like slid in hard, and I the guy's name on the on the Rangers I think it was Rujaned Odor, and they kind of like he slid in, they like went at it right away, and Odor popped Batista right in the face, got him nice they and clean. They got a meme of that, like live like his face was sunk in. Oh yeah, <laughs> Jose Batista is that that person that. Looks like they can fight, acts like they can fight, but then they get knocked out in the fight. <laughs> yeah. All chirp. Hey, but that dude, he knows how to he know how to slug them balls, man. He's gosh, he he is a he's a good baseball player, though. Oh yeah. But definitely, definitely <laughs> probably a Hall of Famer, not gonna lie. One of the best hitters ever in the MLB. So especially for the Blue Jays, bro. Mm-hmm. Like honestly, like he's one of the best players to ever come through with the Toronto Blue Jays team. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, bro, their stuff gets intense. And then Bryce Harper, I remember him. He was he was he was batting in one of the I can't remember the pitcher's name. The pitcher kept throwing it close to him the whole time. Bryce is getting mad, like you keep on throwing this ball at me. Next pitch, <laughs> he threw it and almost hit fucking Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. He just stopped and looked at him, and he like he threw his fucking uh, bat down. Then he he just ran at him. He threw his helmet down, ran at him, and then he went to swing and missed him, bro, and fell yeah. on the ground. Man, I was just like, damn. Bryce Harper is such a hothead, though. He takes he, roids and stuff, bro. He's on PEDs and shit. He's a good he's a good player. Don't get me wrong, but like, he's just a hothead. Like, just gets pissed at the stupidest fucking shit. Like, in all actuality, yeah, that pitcher may have been trying to hit him because it's Bryce Harper, and he's a dick. But, like, what if that pitcher was just thrown inside and trying to establish the corner, you know? Like, trying to hit that inside corner, but it was actually getting away from him. And then and then Bryce Harper is getting disrespected for no reason and then comes out and starts punching at him. Like, like bro, chill out. Like, if he wants to hit you, let him let him hit you. You got a free base. <laughs> Bryce Harper the type of uh, player that goes in the locker room and punches the wall. Honestly. <laughs> or, like, or, like, smashes a Gatorade, like, a, smashes a Gatorade bucket or something. <laughs> Breaking bats across his knee and shit. He's that one teammate that like headbutts <laughs> lockers and shit. Yeah, man. Guaranteed. <laughs> Guaranteed. Oh my god, that reminds me. All right, so like, we've been kind of like all over the place, but it's like being like sports related and like mm-hmm. all experiences and stuff. I remember in high school there was this one guy. He was our he was our linebacker coach, but he played way back. Dude played like in the nineties, eighties and nineties, like headhunter type guy. He has like a metal plate in his forehead. I can't remember if it's because I think it's because he had a car crash and like it fucked up his his dang school. Mm-hmm. So he had to get like a metal plate put in there. And like before our games, he used to go and headbutt lockers and headbutt uh players' helmets and something. Uh, 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 uh. And then his dang forehead would bleed and just be like, ah, it is what it is. Y'all, y'all gonna play ball. Like, what the freak? Like <laughs> you guys are like actually afraid of him. <laughs> Hey, oh, yeah, like, yeah. People, people get there's people in sports, man. They get intense, bro. Like, there's a bunch of football coaches like that. Like, there was a there was a coach I think on like either the Raiders, I think, or like the Seahawks or something. He like actually came out and like headbutted the players with their helmets on, and he'd start bleeding from his forehead. It's like you're such a dumbass. There, there's an NFL player that smacked his own helmet when he came out of the tunnel all the time on his forehead, and he would start bleeding. Like, such a dumbass. I think when that, that adrenaline just comes just comes rushing, you almost like 
they almost got to do anything to, to like let it loose, let all that energy, that anger built up loose. But dude, honestly, that's so true though. But sometimes you got to kind of handle, you got to control that adrenaline. Like, be like Bruce Lee or something. Flow like water. <laughs> Get mad and hit a pillow or some shit. Go hit a bunch of bad. Like, oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've we've been all over the place this episode. I hope this was a good one. It was it was fun to talk about some random shit today. <laughs> you know, it's, it's good to, to be random. I, I remember playing uh, Tekken. You used to do like random fighters and just go at it, you know, mess around and you never know what you get. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was a good one today. Was this episode 21? Is that what I said at the beginning? 21, 21, a so. 21 Savage. Hey, if you that savage mode too. I was <laughs> hey, I was riding to that yesterday, bro. That's all hey, I felt like I was a savage, bro. Savage mode 21. 21. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, thank you guys for coming out today. Um, obviously, it's it's just just Marcellus and I today. Um, unfortunately, our guest was not able to hop on today, but that's okay. That's okay. We always run it. We always run it when we're no matter no matter what the occasion. Um, but actually, I want to give a quick shout out to Danny D Fitness. Oh, she recently got um recently got featured on House of Highlights. Um, go back to our last episode, episode twenty, and go to her Instagram. It's at Danny D Fitness One. Um, so make sure you go. Look at look at her shit. She just got featured on House featured on House of Highlights. What'd you say, Marcellus? It's got like five million views on it or something crazy. Like three point one million views. Yeah, crazy, crazy. Go go connect with her. She's she's a crazy person. She's a crazy person. Extremely, extremely dedicated and motivated. She's got her own thing going on out there out in Nashville. So, um, so yeah. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Episode twenty one. It's been awesome. Um, it's been a awesome beautiful day so far on the 27th of february so um thank you guys for coming out and we will catch you next time on episode 22 of the tod project take it easy